Happy Halloween, listeners! It's Chris the DM with a quick announcement before we start this episode. We decided not to have a gay agenda during the middle of this episode, that way you get the one-shot all the way through. Instead, I'm going to thank our newest Patreon members now, and then we're going to get right to the episode. So, thank you, Seth, and thank you to Pickle of Our Eye, Aubrey. Thank you so much for your support, it means everything to us, and we hope you enjoy the over 20 bonus episodes and everything else that comes with the Patreon. If you want to check out our Patreon, go to patreon.com backslash rollgayroleplay. Now, have a happy and safe Halloween, everybody, and we should normalize adult trick-or-treating. Now, here's the show. Welcome to a bonus episode of Roll Gay Roleplay. I'm Chris the DM, and I ate two boxes of Mike and Ike yesterday. Oh. Two boxes. <laughs> and uh, my name is Katie, and I play Jet uh, on Roll Gay Roleplay, the fighter. Oh, yeah. That's not, not the normal character notice. Oh, yeah. My name is Brandon. I play Terra Deck, and... I now have blue hair and a septum piercing because I am going to live my 13-year-old dreams. Oh, my God. Yes. yes. My name's Tisha, and I did get my hair done recently after a full year of letting the black grow out from the blonde, so I'm kind of excited about it. Nice. You're not a natural blonde? Uh, oh, my God. The betrayal. The betrayal. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jonathan. I play St. Eve of Laurent. Oh, damn, I fucked that. Okay, anyway. Um, I have nothing to say. I already ruined my intro. So. Do you want to take it again? We could edit this. No, because it's not going to be funny anymore. <laughs> There's an argument to be made that it wouldn't have been funny before either. <laughs> okay. I'm, Looks like first, statistics. You, if, it's, oh. if it's funny, I'm not going to laugh. Jesus I'm just going to ignore it. Because <laughs> yeah, Tish is only going to laugh if it isn't funny. Exactly. <laughs> I only laugh at myself, okay? Yeah, so do we. Did, did you want to say hi, Mark? Hi. <laughs> what? This fucking struggle with you every time. I he forget. does it on purpose. You have to. The worst. I, I forget sometimes. He still has to best. do it on purpose. How is my Apple Watch dead already? Speaking of dead things, it's the Halloween episode. <laughs> it is the Halloween episode. And for our Halloween episode, we decided to bring back the first arc characters for a little uh, reprieve, reprise, reboot, revamp. Emotional closure. Y'all just won't let these hoes die. Like, let them go. Vaginal rejuvenation. (laughs) It is the vaginal rejuvenation of our previous characters. Thank you, Brandon. The goop episode. I don't know what that means. Don't explain explain it. Don't don't even tell me. Okay. So this episode, we're going to be... Oh, wait, we have a question first. We always do our question first. But anyway, this is going to be a um, an episode with our old characters. So it's going to be a fun little bonus episode. We'll be back to the uh, new story next week. Uh, yeah, so our question this week... Um, uh, help? Would you rather be recognized for your work while living, but immediately become irrelevant when you die, or not become recognized until after your death? I used to be like, I want to be famous and I want people to remember who I am. And that's just, it's not, that's a very like 
selfish way to view the world. I definitely want my community to notice when I'm gone, but I don't want it to be a loss. Right? Like, I don't want to ever... That was a good way to put it. Yeah. I had a similar mindset where I I just... First of all, when I die, you leave my skeletons in their fucking closet. Leave it alone. Absolutely. When I die, let, let it be. So I'd much rather, much rather be known now and then completely forgotten when I die. And that's how it should be. Just put me in the recycle bin, empty recycle bin. Right. Wasn't gonna... there like a big drama about David Tennant performing Hamlet with Tchaikovsky's skull? What? Where what? did this come from? I could see that. First of all, that... I hope that's true. So I was just thinking about leaving your your body where it is when you die. It was like, that seems a little disrespectful to use it as a prop for performing. Mm. I encourage my body to be used as a prop. Make me into jewelry. Put me in it wherever you want. I don't care. Genuinely don't give a shit. I want to be a tree. Or sometimes if you have enough people buried on a certain part of land, they can't like develop it because it's a burial ground. I've seen Poltergeist. That's what I want to do. So that. Katie wants to fight the system after she dies. Yeah. I wanted to be mummified for a while, but that seems like a lot of work. <laughs> and expensive, right? Surely. It's I think expensive. there's like one company in the U.S. that like traditionally mummifies you. Uh, yeah. No, thank you. It sounds familiar for some that. reason. It's like in Vegas or something. I don't want to do that because then if they did come up with technology to bring me back, I would be a mummy. To bring you back? You think they're going to develop a cure for death? Yeah. The first thing that they I do mean, is scrape, uh, scrape your brain out. Yeah, but they'd put you in a robot body, probably. What if you got mummified, but you could keep your brain so that your brain could do in the robot body? We took a hard left from what the actual question is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, if I had to choose between a robot body or a mummy. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Would you choose the mummy or the robot body? Robot body. Robot body. I want to be a hot, mm-hmm. sexy robot. Mm-hmm. It will be fully anatomically correct. And it's only going to get better with time. Yeah, yeah and the human brain is really elastic. Hopefully you will still continue to have that after you've been brought back. So all the different feedback, having a robot body doesn't necessarily mean the inputs would be the same. But recontextualizing that I think would be a lot easier. Yeah, plus your dick vibrates. <laughs> I'm just thinking of Detroit Becomes Human. Like, yes, please. Oh, my God. Yeah. Detachable penis. Yeah, you could swap exists. it out. Gender wouldn't be a thing. Oh, see, I thought throwing it. I don't know why. Okay. Make an attack roll. <laughs> Detachable. I thought it was like a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. To answer the question, which I forgot what it is already. Oh, okay. I can't, I can't benefit from something when I'm dead. Yeah. Right. And I'm it's all for immediate gratification. So see? I can't. I can't imagine like caring what people think about me when I'm dead. I can't. Like that seems ridiculous yeah that's like, super if i die and somebody like looks under my bed and there's dirt under there i right now would be embarrassed but if i'm dead i won't give a shit somebody else is gonna clean it up like my underneath my bed needs swept but i'm dead so i don't care but like if i'm alive it also has the opportunity to go to my head yeah, but if I'm alive, then I can buy all the video games and then buy all the video games for my friends so we could all play together. Okay. If I'm famous, you know, and have and I could capitalize off that now. I can't I feel like yeah. I feel like it's a weird question because I don't care what my legacy is necessarily. Like I already feel like I am a good enough person. I treat people with kindness. 
I do my best to limit the amount of harm that I'm doing now because that's what feels good to my soul. And if I die and people just completely forget about me and anything I've contributed to society, I won't care because I'm dead. Yeah. Agreed. Seconded. I want it while I'm alive because I don't... I'll be dead after I'm dead, so who cares? Fair enough. I am petty, and I would love for it to... I will, If I were doing, like, some kind of research and no one believed me, and then after I died, like... It was, I'm right. You're going to come back and haunt someone? Not that I'm going to come back and haunt someone. I just wanted to go down in history, like, for the end of time that I was right. And then my his, my shit is followed. Or, like, I don't know. I think if it's a work that, like, makes me rich and famous, then I would like for that to happen after I die. Just because of, like, things like generational wealth and stuff like that. Like, my children can inherit that. 100%. Mm, okay. Yeah. Or, like, not my children because I'm a homosexual, but, like... Oh you just don't have children? Could you well, imagine? you know, I haven't, I haven't decided. A cult of Jonathan Washington? <laughs> like, they would call themselves the Jaywashes? Stop. The great Jonathan will Jonathan wash away your sins. Jay, uh, yeah, Jonathan will wash but away see, your sins. But see, Jonathan wouldn't wash away your sins because I'm here for the sin. So what, what would that be? Jonathan. Will wash away your purity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will corrupt you. Yeah. So, yeah, I would like for my work to be done after I'm dead. Like, to be recognized after I'm dead. Fair enough. And, like, spending okay. my entire life making the perfect work. What is the work, though, that you're, in, like, defining? Whatever the work is. Are you looking for, like, an Amadeus situation? A Van I mean, Gogh. yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, my God. Speaking of Van Gogh, yeah. Fucking the Doctor Who. But, like, I wouldn't go crazy trying to, like, perfect this work and chop off my ear and shit. Like, I would do that. But I would spend my, I would spend my life trying to, like, perfect something. So that's that. Yeah. I'd probably do the now rather than later. You have the same mentality as I do about death, where it's like, yeah, once I'm dead, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. I mean, just like what Tisha said, that I'm going to be dead. What do I care? And I would say typically, if you're known while you're alive, you're still going to be known when you're dead. So I don't know how this question really does make sense. Well, if your shit is wrong, whenever you're dead, that you become irrelevant. So like, yeah, like no one's going to follow your work anymore because it's incorrect. Yeah, like the scientist who thought, like the scientist who thought that the Earth was flat, and then yep, they died, <laughs> and then boom, okay, the Earth is not flat. Right. I mean, while they're still talked about, they're talked about because they were stupid. Yes. I'm cool with that. I don't care. I'm dead. Call me stupid. <laughs> Call me stupid now. I don't care. Call me maybe. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Speaking of Carly Rae Jepsen costumes, it's our Halloween oh episode. <laughs> we got there. We got there. So, we are going on a Halloween adventure. This Halloween party is being thrown by your good friends Hogum and Anameek. And Anameek's a magic boutique. Eve Benny... Tara and Jet have all been invited to this costume party. And uh, I'm assuming you all received the invitations with warm regards and are excited to join Hogan and Anamik, right? Uh, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Mm. I haven't seen Hogan and Anamik since, you know, Anamik died and then got brought back to life and when Hogan got banished. I'm, I'm really excited to see them. Um, oh right, God. Eve? Um, I do declare that I have turned a new leaf, and if Anamik will accept me into her most humble abode, I would 
greatly appreciated. Jet is uh, definitely feeling some trepidation, but she's lived away from a lot of people for a long time, and she's ready to mend some bridges. I think Tara's curious, because she's pretty sure she banished Hogan before, so she's wondering <laughs> if this party's going to be hosted in the Beaverhampton Express. Expanse? Beaverhampton Expanse. <laughs> so Tara reads the invitation, it's like, so... bitch, not my house. Yeah, she's like, I think it's time for a house check. <laughs> The two-story house will fade into existence in front of wherever you are for your scheduled invitation time. Uh, so you can enter the house. We'll make it so that all four of you can get there at the same time and make it super easy. Anami shows up in front of all of your houses, and each of you are picked up now and inside the boutique. There is music playing. Anami is behind the cash register, treating it as if it's a bar. Hogum is coming down the stairs, ready to greet everybody. And you all have now seen each other for the first time in a while, I guess. So, hey, everybody. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hello, Hogum. It is most pleasurable to see you today. Thank you for coming. Yes, it's very nice for all of you to come to Halloween party. It's good to celebrate with old friends and, and uh, let bygones be bygones. There needs to be no anger between us. Yes. Eve looks over at Anamika and says, Of course, no anger between us. Thank you so much for inviting us into your most humble abode. I love what you've done with your decorations. They're most delightful. Thank you. I am currently dressed up as somebody who gives a shit. I'm kidding. I am Scarecrow. <laughs> oh, that's a good costume. Thank you. What is what is your costume supposed to be, Benny? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm a southern bush. Wait, hold on. I can do that better. Hold on. Um, <clears throat> I'm a... I'm a southern bush, so I got, I, I'm from the south, but I'm a bush. I, I get it now. That is perfect, uh, perfect yeah, look think. of southern bush. I, I tried really hard. Uh, I worked on the accent for a long time. You know, uh, Eve has, Eve has this, like, accent that's really cool, and I kind of wanted to do something like that, but a little bit, you know, more, um, less fancy. Yeah, that's it. Less fancy. Like this. It's a little slower. Now, I thought that was some kind of... That's not a pun. That's just you're a bush. Yeah, just a, a southern, like a southern bush. Bell thing. You're you just... want to come You want to come hang out with this southern bush? I... Everyone's invited. I don't like the implications of that thing you just said right there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jet is dressed uh, like... Um, cherry, so she's got a big, huge red cape on. Uh, her hair is red for some reason, and she's got the the clothes that are usually really baggy on the the kid size version of Cherry are very fitted on on Jet, like on the werewolf size. Uh, and she's got like fake werewolf ears. Yes. On, and uh, she takes her hands off from where her uh, where her hands were like automatically went to a weapon, and she's like, "Hi, everyone! Everyone's like doing super great." Nice to see you all after so long. Oh, hey, Jet. Really cool to see you. Uh, I like your costume. It's really nice. Thanks. I haven't seen you in a while. How's uh, living on an island going? It's not an island. I just like to pretend it is. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh just yeah. an emotional island. Just an emotional island. <laughs> My brother's a lot out of the house now. Took a, took a long time to get there, but, you know, living and growing. How about you? Oh, still... I, I'm doing very nicely. You like the accent? I'm doing very nice. Um, 
I am the leader of the guild. I don't know if you knew that. So you still have that book? It's a very touchy subject. Um, you, I'm so sorry. If you want to touchy, so you have to come over here and touch me. For Whoa. me to talk about <laughs> it. Um, a little closer. Don't because... touch your bush. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but... you've gotten like real forward. <laughs> no, no. <clears throat> no, I'm just, uh, I'm just trying to get into character, you know? It's a Halloween, it's a costume party. Uh, you know, it, it is a little touchy. I, I do still have the book. Um, but it, it caused a lot of strife in my life, and I don't talk about it a whole lot, so I kind of wanted to talk about it a little bit closer and a little bit, you know, not not to everyone. <laughs> Eve, um, Eve has been cool about it since, but, you know, you don't want to bring up old wounds. And, 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 yeah, I do still have the book, but, um, you know, it is it is what it is. It's just, it's, well, yes, no. Jet is trying very hard to not immediately. You like when you're like, I'm not going to be toxic when I go to this like reunion and not bring up old things that totally don't matter. And then you show up and you're like, well, actually, in 2014, you. <laughs> yeah, that kind of feels like what you're doing. Um, it is something that is in the past. And, uh, you know, while my beliefs are my beliefs and, and Eve's beliefs are Eve's beliefs, we have managed a way to, you know, our, our beliefs coincide because we do believe that people are good overall. And we we love each other, you know. I apologize for bringing up a touchy subject. Here, have some potatoes that I've been growing. Oh, huh. That's nice. Thanks. Um, Eve steps in, and um, he finally takes off his robe, and he's wearing a white cape and strappy black heels. Except the straps don't just stop at his ankles. They wrap all the way up to his neck. And you see that the, the the wrapping of the leather from the heels like expertly covers up his gentle bits. Yeah, he sh- he just looks like a bondage Barbie. Hot. <laughs> Very nice. I fully realize that maybe two and a half of you are dressed up like the current campaign's characters, but <laughs> Kara is in full like detox from Drag Race, Marie Antoinette, like huge hoop skirt ball gown. It's all like neon colors of pink and lime greens. And she's also got uh, like lots of tool. I think it's a giant hoop skirt already. Enormous petticoat. It, it's it's very awkward. And she has a small tiara on her head that when she starts to walk through a door frame, even though she definitely goes under the door frame, totally fine. She always makes a scene of like, oh, excuse me. Oh, my queen's crown. I just got to. Oh, hang. Let me just scooch through here real quick. I'm so mad. <laughs> she looks at Eve and she goes, Eve, first off, your outfit is impeccable, but I, you look a bit different from the last time I saw you. What happened? Well, my dear uh, Tara, things have changed. And um, once again, we have done a full 360 um, in our personality. <laughs> and since we have turned over this new leaf, um, I have decided that I should, you know, match my look to my personality now. Yeah, very okay. strapping. I see what you did there. I see what you did there, um, Benny. <laughs> this, this was a good joke. This is, I, did, I did miss you guys. It has been a long time since I've seen you. And it's very nice to know everybody is happy and healthy and not fighting anymore today. This is good. I wanted to have everybody here. First, let me get drinks. And she uh, pulls out six flutes of champagne. A toast to old friends, 
Can I do like an insight or investigation on this? Yeah. I also, yeah. Benny says, cheers. And like literally bangs her cup against the other cups and downs it. Hogum's the same. Uh, yeah, you guys, whoever wants to roll can roll. Investigation. Yeah. 17. Oh, I rolled a natural one. Uh, well, you're not sure what it is at all, Eve. But, okay, uh, yeah. So I just put, I, I say, um, thank you so much, um, Anna. It's also very nice to see your Anna. head attached to your shoulders uh, again. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for this drink, um, but I will not be partaking in it. This outfit is very delicate, and I'd be remiss if I got uh, something spilled on it. So I just put the cup down, and I'm, like, eyeing her. If you don't want champagne, you can grab whatever you want from Breadbox, so. Oh, thank you very much. Um, and I go and I, I go to the Breadbox. And what do I get? What do you want? What do I want? Breadbox gives you what you want. Okay. So. Uh, that's food. That's food. Oh, okay, yeah. So food I, or drink, yes. Um, Not- I open the Breadbox. Stop. <laughs> I open the Breadbox and there's a true blue like god's honest truth sparkling water and i take it oh my goodness it would be so much better if you opened the bread box in the the chat where it gives you automatic what it is it's just gonna be piss it's gonna be pee. it's gonna be <laughs> pee. it could be pee tara your role was enough to sh- it's just champagne it is just champagne she's genuinely just giving you champagne for a, mm. a toast yeah, mine's a 10, so... Cool, same thing. You're at a 50-50. If you want to risk it, go for it. Okay, yeah, I'm going to drink it. But Benny and Hogum and Anamik have also drank theirs, and they seem fine, so... Okay. Tara, cheers, and then... Benny does go to the bread box, and she gets a chocolate chip cookie. Very nice. So, first, first part of party, I have little party game. Let's break the ice. Going to play little game that I have. Everyone will have fun with this game, I'm sure. I will host, I will moderate the game, and you will all play. The game is called What the Fuck Are You? <laughs> in this game, you're going to pick a word out of this bowl, and that word you will have to make the sound of the item and make other people guess what it is. Very simple. You make the sound of the item you get, other people guess. You get points. If they guess, person that guess also gets points. Very easy. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. So roll me initiative really quick, all five of you, okay. uh, and that will determine the order. Eight. Ew. A fucking... Oh, never mind. I have, like, plus ten initiative. It's yeah. a 13. Your initiative was wild, that's good. I know. <laughs> totally forgot. Uh, 21 for Eve. Ooh. Hogum, Benny. I was, I was under the impression that we were going to be, like, making kettle corn, sitting down watching Hocus Pocus. Is this a... We're doing party games? We're doing party game first, and then I have... I've set up a few things for you to welcome you back. I want to have fun with my friends. Is that a problem? You want to just watch TV? It's fun, I'm just not bobbing for apples. I got a lot of makeup on my face. Okay, we will skip the bobbing for apples. That's fine. You can just have apples. Uh, can you can you peel it for me? No, I won't, but Breadbox will peel it for you. Hogan will peel it for you. He's got very long nails. Okay. I'm a oh, lean. I don't do eat you, apples. Do you trust those no, I don't. Not anymore. Oh, you did clip your nails, didn't you? This is a cleaned up Hogan, yeah. Gross. Benny got a nine. Oh, the numbers, what you click on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm with you now. So what'd you get? I don't know what's in that chat thing. You have to say it. This is a podcast. You got a 16. Fucking goofball. <laughs> so the way we're going to do this game, uh, so Jonathan, you're going to go first in this. Okay. And you're going to roll a d20 
and then I'm going to give you what your object is that you drew from the bowl. And then you have to make the sounds of it and have the rest of the people guess it. No words. Just sounds. Just the sounds. Okay, well, I rolled a natural one. Okay, I will type out what you need to do. Also, a rafter falls down, hits you in the head. Right, like, <laughs> this is my second one of the day already. Have you only been playing for 10 seconds? Oh, yeah. Eve starts to smell toast, and your left arm goes down. Oh <laughs> Jesus. Okay, um, so I, should, I, should I go ahead and start? Yes, go for it. Whenever you're ready. Okay, hold on. Give me, give me a second. Uh, he's taking a second. Can you explain that again? Sure. So each one of you is going to roll a d20 when it's on your turn. And then I have 20 objects written down. And whichever one you land on, I'm going to have you make the sounds of. So you're going to try and make everyone else guess what your word is by making the sounds that it makes. Oh, all right. They're objects? Objects. They could be living things or non-living things. Okay. Okay, here we go. Um, bitch, I don't know how to do this. Um, <laughs> Roll the one. Do you have minor illusion? Okay. Um, and then... Toilet. Yes. Really? Wow. What the fuck? Wow. What the fuck? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what, what it is. Shut the fuck up. Is that what Canadian toilets sound like? I don't know. I am so good at this. <laughs> he got the dialect right of a Canadian toilet. Katie yeah. doesn't know. She uses an outhouse. <laughs> okay, that's not true. I have running water uh, in my outhouse like everyone else. <laughs> Do I get a point? Oh. Yes, you and Jet both get a point. Perfect. All right, next up is Holgum. Your turn. All right, roll me a... Oh, wait. She's not going to say that. Mark, roll me a d20. 19. Okay. Oh, I almost typed that to Jonathan. That's not going to help. All right, babe, I text it to you. You're so far down on my Discord chat, I'm not going to search for you. Damn, he's not in your top eight. He literally made it. <laughs> I could just turn off my mic and shout it. <laughs> God, how do you replicate that? Yeah, that's not a, it's not an easy one. Just because it's a higher number doesn't mean it's easier. I, I'll be honest, Mark got the one that I wouldn't want to do. LMAO. Like, I just want to do the gesture of it, but that doesn't really produce the sound. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> but maybe it'll help you make the sound. Jerk off. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I can't. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Are you a piano? An instrument? Stairs. No. A banjo? No. Kentucky. What? Guitar. <laughs> it's a little more breathy than what he did. An organ. A bass guitar. A harp? Any sort of instrument. Yes. A kazoo? Close. That's maybe the closest so far. A piccolo? A flute? A recorder. We're just going to start naming instruments. A harmonica. Yes. There we go. Yes. <sighs> Which, was that a harmonica? No. <laughs> How do you even make a harmonica noise? <laughs> yeah, yeah like, know. it's such a unique noise. Like, have you ever heard a beatboxer do a harmonica? Is that even possible? I'm sure it is. Benny got that one. It was a harmonica. And uh, now it is Jet's turn. Roll me a d20. Okay. 
There is a couple I'm hoping for, and I may just force these rolls. Stop it. <laughs> we wouldn't know, Chris. <laughs> yeah, it's your privileges to you. Uh, 17. <laughs> okay. Was that the noise? Nope. Hold on. That was a little bit of an evil laugh. I'm sorry. The sound that this makes, I'm going Correct. to do an action. Okay? Or can I not do that? Is that against the rules? Yeah. As long as it's a noise and not words. Okay. <clears throat> A water you faucet? A soda can? Oh, oh, air balloon. Blowing a balloon. Mm, kind of, kind of. Uh, definitely the vibe of something being... Blown? Filled. <laughs> a condom. <laughs> <laughs> no. A Filling a glass balloon? of water. This isn't like charades. I have to make the noise that it makes. Correct, the noise. Okay. You were kind of close to a glass of water. Is it pee? Is it a glass of pee? Less about the liquid. Can you do it again? Like a running bath? Niagara Falls. Running water? Foam. Less about liquid, more about the receptacle. Mm -hmm. Filling a bathtub. A bucket. There it is. Yes. It's a bucket. God damn it. A bucket. It was a bucket. Yeah, I was trying to do the sound of a bucket being filled with water and then tossed out. How the fuck do you make the sound of a bucket? I don't want to play. I didn't say this was an easy game. I don't want to play. (laughs) I don't want to play. (laughs) Well, you're up next, Tisha. The next word is existential dread. How do you make that? (laughs) Just scream into a pillow. Yeah. (laughs) All right, roll me with D20. What'd you get? I'm waiting for it to roll. Oh my god, it's literally, it's rolling right now. It's still rolling. Okay, 15. Is that a physical dice? No, on, D, on D&D Beyond. That's weird. Yeah, she accidentally that threw it out be... the window. <laughs> it's still going. Okay, there you go. Oh, great. Pop. Ah. Pop. Pop. Ah. Pop. Ah. Pop. A fear of ah. balloons? Pop. Ah. Pop. Fireworks? Ah. Bubble wrap. Pop. Sex? Getting noises? stung by a bee? <laughs> it's perfect though. It is really good. Pop. It's Pop. right on. Uh. Pop. Uh. You Pop. keep doing the same thing, Pop. and we're not getting it. Pop. Somebody oh, who's afraid popcorn. of of popcorn. <laughs> really bad sex. Yay! <sighs> a celebration. Pop. Breathing exercises? Oh my god. Um, Jumping jacks? I'm trying to think of something else. Pop, a chant. Uh, yay. Um, Alright, so. Okay. So hold on, hold on. I can do this. Love. Wait, I can't use words. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Having Ooh. an orgasm? Here, no, no. Welcome to. Radio. Rowing. A game show? Movie theater? Oh my god. A wheel. That spins. You guys haven't even said anything close to it yet. A whip? A whip? Bondage? Pop. Really bad Sex. Putting an antacid uh, into a glass of water. More, more of a public setting. 
Oh my god. I can't I can't think of how else to make I'm this just sound. Thinking of sex in public. Is it like playing tennis? Yes! <gasps> yes! It's a fucking tennis. Oh, I would have never Great. How I mean, how else could I have made that? Oh, that makes so much sense. It does now. Yes. This is one of my favorite games, guys. Good job, Tara. Oh. Well done, Tara. Speaking of, it is your turn. Roll me a d20. Pick a piece of paper out of the bowl. I got a six. I'm not doing that to you. But you you gave me toilet. I would argue this is harder. Think you can do that? Uh, uh, Yeah, but can I use words? (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Okay. Gotta go fast. Sonic. Sonic. Use words. You said you could do that. I did not. Sonic. I gotta go fast. And those are the words you chose? Yeah. NASCAR. It wasn't Sonic the Hedgehog? Boom. She said it. I said Sonic. Yeah, but you didn't say Hedgehog. That was the word. Oh. Oh, okay, Alex Trebek. Calm down. Oh, my gosh. All right, we're gonna give you one where you can make sound. Roll again for me. (laughs) Fine. Tara's rolling her eyes this whole time. What sound does a hedgehog even make? I have a seven. Yeah, that's great. <sighs> okay. Well, my life has come to this. <laughs> Tara Tara faces the group and clears her throat and goes, What the what fuck? The fuck? <laughs> what was that? That sounded like you know the, the boots? Are those little cow things that you flip upside down? That make the weird cow noise? Mario dying? That sounded like the boots from the episode of Spongebob that kept haunting Mr. Krabs. <laughs> no. Damn, okay. Wow. How did you make that get... noise? I don't even know how you make that noise. <laughs> Can you do it again? What about those, like, when you went to, like, sports games and they give you those two things to, like, whack together and they made a noise? It's a really good one. I didn't know what those were called, but that would have been on here if I could have thought of that. Nice. Like a noisemaker. You know, it's not that though. Okay. Was it a whoopee cushion? Maybe, maybe give it to them again. Okay. Okay. Um, it's like a. It's like a. Someone dying. A goat. Yes, Katie. <laughs> what did she say? A goat. It's a screaming goat. Oh my god. It's so dumb. I hate this game. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's just the first time you sounded kind of auto-tuned. So I was like, what the fuck. Eve walks over to the nearest chair and sits down. <laughs> Jet's getting really competitive. <laughs> this was this was fun little game, yes? Everyone have fun? I had a lot of fun. What do I get for winning? You did win. You did you knew you won. Very good. You get a free trip to Breadbox. Go ahead, pick out whatever you want from Breadbox. Think hard about it. Okay. Wait, hang on a second. She won? Mm-hmm. I thought it was I... two to two. Jet has three. Ah, uh, well, congrats. Thank you. Where is the bread box? I'm winning this stupid pointless game that there's no reason to win. The bread box is next to the fortune telling station where the owl used to be perched. Oh, sorry. No, I met in the Discord. Oh, <laughs> mayo. <laughs> I thought you were looking for a an, an, an not real bread box, and I had to give you direction for it. Of course, that would make more sense. In the Guild of Benjen. Okay, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. I shouldn't have been trying to lead you to an invisible place. If you are not part of our Discord, you can join our Discord and you can 
open up your own mystery from the bread box in the, the Guild of Binden channel. So join us. It looks like blood, but no, it's just wine. <laughs> That's a little spooked, but it is a it is a Halloween episode. Yeah, it worked out perfect. You get anything you want in the world, and it was a spilled glass of wine. I wanted to be oofy spooky. All right. Well, now that we've played the first round of games, Anamik's got a second game for you to play. I put together a little escape room for you downstairs. Should be a lot of fun, and on other side of escape room, special prize for you, something you all very much want. Little gift from me to you is peace, keep, olive branch, everything is good now. Okay. It's, it's not a literal olive branch, is it? It is not. I, you know, those are very hard to find. Customs makes it very hard to get olive branches from here to there. One thing I don't smuggle, olive branches. I don't play in that field. Too much risk. I, you, I'm a queen. You shouldn't be telling me that you still smuggle things. Yeah. <laughs> I said I don't smuggle. I said I do not smuggle that. Okay. You didn't hear any admission of things I am smuggling and don't open any doors. How's that? As it is, I'm pretending that Hugum is still in that Beaverhampton expanse. It could be. You don't know where we are outside. Is there a window I could look out? Yeah, you're definitely not at the Beaverhampton Expanse. Okay. Just don't open windows either. Just look ahead, straight ahead into escape room. Have fun with your friends. Don't worry about it. Holcomb, you can join them too. Have fun. This is for all of you. So Anamik will lead you downstairs into a place you have not been in the uh, boutique yet and opens a door into an escape room. It even says escape room on the door. Not in any code. It just says escape room. So you know. When you enter the escape room, it looks like a gallery hall with a sign that says, History of Nudes and Violence. Nice. <laughs> There's a sculpture of a naked man in the middle with a mansplaining smile on his face standing at the center. There are 13 paintings varying... There are 13 paintings varying... Of varying periods. Wow. There are 13 paintings of varied periods... Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. There's art on the wall, 13 of them. They hang on the wall, each depicting a nightmarish attack on an unclothed body, or bodies. Sometimes it's more than one. There is a single locked door on the other side of the room. Yeah, you've got a statue in the middle, you've got 13 paintings, and Anami shuts the door behind you and says, Good luck, I will see you on other side with your presence. Okay, have fun. Tara approaches the statue in the middle of the room and just, just talks to it. Hey, can you... I know you're just dying to explain something over a woman like me, so I'm going to pretend I'm saying something, and you could tell us how to get out of this room. Uh, the poor statue doesn't move for you, but its grin does get bigger, and it you can tell it thinks it's better than you. Rude. I cast Shatter on the statue. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to escape this room, I would suggest you don't do that. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you could be, like, investigating some stuff in the room, maybe looking at things. Moving things around. Benny the bush will be, like, walking and then kneeling down to look like a bush and then walking a little bit more, um, just investigating (laughs) the entire area. Uh, Hogan's going to look behind each of the paintings. Cool. Both of you roll me investigation then, please. Oh, goodness. Uh I got a nat 20 plus three. Nice. Oh, nine. I got a nine. Okay. So Hogum looks behind the painting, takes one off the wall, and sees that there's nothing but a brick wall behind it. But as he takes the painting off the wall and turns it, Benny, you look up and see that there is the letter A written on the back of it. On the back of the painting? Correct. Okay. So uh, Hogum is just going to put it back? Um, 
So there was a letter A on the back of that painting. I don't know if that means anything. The letter A. Like, A is in aardvarks. Uh, okay. Eve looks over at Benny and says, uh, My dear Benedetta, I hope that you can uh, choose what accent you would like to stick with today. Uh, oh, yeah. Much. I keep forgetting I'm supposed to be doing... All right. There was a... There was a, a letter on the back of that painting. It was A as in aardvark. Sorry, I keep forgetting that I'm in character. Did we, like, did we, like, check the rest of the photos, paintings for other letters? Yeah, well, Hogan was going to put the painting down with the back facing everyone and then take down the rest of them and see if there were letters. I think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you all can join in and start taking down paintings. And, yeah, each one of the 13 paintings has a letter behind it. And uh, I'm going to send you guys the letters... Uh, in the smallest font that I can possibly do, actually. Uh, okay, great. Uh, so the letters that they are receiving are A, A, N, S, T, I, U, L, R, N, G, O, T. Okay. Yep, you've got 13 letters. An, a, a nod to the current season that we're in and all the puzzles that I'm going to be throwing at you guys. Have fun. We need to lay down whether Googling things is cheating in the podcast relevant <laughs> puzzles because I would say try this on your own first. And if we need to cheat, then you can cheat because right. I think there's only one word that this can make. Uh, oh, it's one word. This is it's a single one word. word. Well, I gave that away, didn't I? Yeah. It's one yep. word. All right, now Googling is definitely cheating. I O uh, slut got Atlas. Atlas is in there, but I one assume word. if it's one word, it wouldn't begin with a vowel. So it's going to begin with probably S T R G Gran Granulate Granulations. Granulations? Nope. Has two A's. Strangle. Strangle? Strang. Strang- strangulation. It's a strangulation? All the letters do make the word strangulation, yes. I start choking the statue. Nice. Granules. As you start choking the statue, the door begins to open. Oh, shit. I'm so mad. I'm going to like have to have bananagrams tiles by my desk for this entire <laughs> fucking season. <laughs> One problem that you seem to run into, Tara, is as soon as you let go of the statue, the door does close. Does anybody here have mage hand? Like a whip I rip off a piece of my cape and I'm going to like tie it tightly around the statue. Ah, the statue. Very nice. Well, you're very strong. Yep. Okay. Yep. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the strangulation will hold, the door will open, and you all can enter the next room. Anamika is waiting there and says, Okay, I did lie a little bit. I said this surprise was for all of you, but Hogum already knew about it. So Hogum, you're going to come with me, and we will just enjoy letting them have this. You and I will go make some more cookies, all right? But you four, I want you to have fun with some old friends. I felt like you might want to get a little aggression out. This is perfect way to do it. So, Hogum, you and me, let's go. All you right. Four, have fun. Have fun, guys. Bye, bye, Hogum. I mean, bye, Hogum. I miss you. Anamik and Hogum leave, and the four of you are left in a room. A big room with walls, 
and no windows because it's underground Great. of a floating house. That makes sense. Don't think about it. From behind a pillar, you hear Skinner. I barely know her, and I brought friends this time. Oh my god. Out steps a dragonborn man licking a pocket knife, not the blade, just the knife itself. It is, of course, Joyle Skinner. The worst. Oh. Tara holds up the bottle of his ashes she still has on her person <laughs> and looks him and looks the bottle and looks at him. Looks the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> yes, a little present from me. I know how to work genetics. Oh my goodness, remember how we beat you last time? Uh <clears throat> I wish I was level twenty. Oh my god, are you using it? <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, it's totally usable. Yes. What do I have to do? Roll a d4. Roll a d4? I think that's a one. You're a level one. I don't know why, but this website is currently super slow for me. D&D Beyond? Yeah. Mm. With the rolling of the die. Yeah, we can see like that you did roll, but it's waiting to tell us what it is. Anticipation. <laughs> While we're waiting for that, two of Joyle's friends step out from behind. Uh, one of them is a gnome monk, female with, God, I forgot how I described her. Our Patreon members will recognize these two other extra people, but otherwise, these are new characters to you. Joyle has been joined by two of my other PCs, known as Fork and Eagerbush. Oh, I'm so oh, mad. No. Fork, Fork, Fork. Oh, no. Get them out of here. Oh, no. Fork steps out and takes a flower and bites the head off of it and spits it in the air and goes, Oh, it's going to rain in three days. I'm stressed out. Benny the bush got a four. <laughs> okay, you're a level 20. Now I need you to roll me a D8 so I can make you a character. Wait, where is it going to rain? You didn't... Is it going to rain here in three days? Three days. Okay. I'm just... I think I got a six. A six? Nice. A six is a monk. I've never played a monk. Oh no. About to be a level 20 monk. And I gotta give you a name. My names are in a drawer. Hang on one second. Yeah, you need to get a grasp of key points real quick. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Oh goodness. Oh, you know my character, Tammy Baldwin. Somebody sent me a message the other day because apparently Tammy Baldwin made an appearance on Fahrenheit 9-11, the movie. Really? Yeah, mm -hmm. and they were like, oh my god, is this who I think it is? And I'm like, hell yeah, that's Tammy Baldwin, the fucking badass congresswoman from Wisconsin. I was going to I was going to ask you if there's an accent that you want to do for this, because I don't know where my pages are, so we can work yeah. off of what you want to do. I can totally do uh, Wisconsin. Your natural accent? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then you're going to be, uh, all right, you are a level 20 monk named Tony Baldman. Oh, don't make me say Tony, because I'm going to go to a fucking New England accent if I say Tony. I'm here for it. Do it. <laughs> okay. I, I'm Tony Baldwin. Or Tony, Tony what? Tony what? Yikes. Baldman. Baldman. Hey, I'm Tony Baldman, and uh, I'm here to hi-ya and hi-ya. Ironically, gorgeous shoulder-length hair. Very pretty. All right, I'm saving it and sending it to you now. Okay. Hey, don't worry about it, okay? I got this. Hiya. Hiya. Oh, wait, have we done initiation? No. I don't think so. Initiative? No. Oh, okay. Well, then can I also 
Can I also do a split split decision, split moment attack? Oh yeah, we're getting a surprise round. Sure. Great. They all need to make um they all need to make a a constitution saving throw. Great. Okay. I got a fifteen. No, not you. The okay, the bad great. guys. <laughs> it turns out Eva's one of the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> Things haven't changed after all. <laughs> I'm so surprised Eve hasn't hit on me. <laughs> I have done a 360. Did you mean a 180? Yeah, I did. But <laughs> we're gonna keep we're gonna keep saying 360. Oh no! Uh, so the Constitution saving throws mm -hmm. were: Joyle got a 24, Eager got a 14, and Fork got a n 11. All right, so uh, the two that are under the 24, not Joyle, but the other two are now frozen. You see Eve uh, rips out a strand of his hair and then like throws it and a cone of frost freezes those two and they are going to take 24 points of damage and they are frozen. Hmm. Should not have given you that attack. Okay. Yeah, on a failed save, creature takes 5d8 cold damage is covered in ice for one minute or until a creature uses its action to break the ice off of itself or another creature. Okay. So it can break the ice off of itself. That's good. Mm -hmm. That works. All right. Then we're going to roll initiative now. Okay. And my gift to you was Mark is conveniently not here for this. Shade. Oh, wow. Oh. This is my um third natural one of the day, so... Wow. That's impressive. Jesus. I don't know. D&D uh, Beyond does not want me to play Eve anymore. <laughs> I thought we were done with that. <laughs> yeah. Like... I got uh, a 24. 17. Tony, Tony Baldman got a 15. 15. Okay. So the order is going to be Joel Jet, Tara Benny, Fork, and then Eagerbush, and then Eve. Okay. Okay. The four of you are in a row, all side by side, I'm assuming, right? Sure. Or is one of you behind another person? How are you guys? I would say that I'm in front of everyone. Okay. Who would be directly behind Eve, then? Jet. Then, Joel is up first. And as an action, he's going to exhale his breath weapon. I need you both to make dexterity saving throws, please. Oh, my dexterity is Jesus, a nine. A 17. A 17 saves, a 9 does not. Yes, this brassy breath from Joyle comes firing out at Eve and Jet. Eve, you're going to take half damage. Jet, you're going to take full. It's 4d6 fire damage. 3365, so 17 damage for Jet and 8 for Eve. Okay. Joyle's going to have to move up a little bit. He's going to move up 15 feet just to get a little closer to you. And that's going to end Joel's turn. So, Jet, you are now up. You just took a big hit, and you are behind Eve. Okay. Uh, I want to hit Joel. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, ba -ba -ba. So I'm just going to use... I have such nice weapons. My flame tongue longsword. Joel's flame tongue longsword? Yeah. Yeah, Joel's own oh, flame tongue longsword on Joel. <laughs> Perfect. It's not on fire right now. That's what Joel should have done in this last turn. Said the magic words to release the flames on his longsword. We're going to pretend he did it, because you're going to do the same thing, I'm sure. I'm pressing the button. I'm pressing I... the button. Fire. I want to say his was something creepy and cute, like cupcakes or something. <laughs> hey, Joel. Cupcakes. That's, uh... No offense. Uh, but I got a 25 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Nice. 
So it is. Is he wearing armor? <laughs> uh, twelve plus two d six fire damage. That really sucks, Chris. Adding it now, it still would have hit, but. So seventeen damage, and okay. I get three attacks per action. Okay. I totally forgot that too. Yeah, I mean, so does he. He's also a fighter, so. Okay, nineteen hit. Yep. Nice. So 17 plus 5, and then I'll roll all the fires afterwards. 19 hits. Yes. So 17 plus 5 plus 7 plus 18. Huh. 22 plus 7 plus 18 is another 25, 22, 25, 47. Yeah, I can also pull up my calculator one second. Nice. I forgot wow. how nice it is to hit like that. Yeah, that did significant damage to Joel. Good. Yeah, that was 47. I said this would be fun. <laughs> Not for Joel. Is that all you can do? All three? You're good? Yep, that's all three. Okay, Tara, you're up. Now, I remember Joel, and uh, we have met Furberberberberg before, and they were a good person. Are we supposed to be killing all these people? You all did not seem to like Fork. Fork was, was trying to be helpful, but y'all were <laughs> not kind to fork we like put fork on our shoulders and stuff yeah maybe i don't know i wanted to give you some some of my pcs to kill since you guys say i make weird off it's just joel you do make awful pcs okay tara's gonna look at joel and go (laughs) your thing is sugar is we don't need to transform into level 20 anymore but this might seem familiar and she cast disintegrate oh shit Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> he needs to make a dex saving throw. Oh, 18. no. All right, we've got a plus two. There's a shot. There's a shot here. 12 plus two, 14. Oh, man. That's a fail. Okay, Bye, so this is going to be 10d6 plus 40. <laughs> <laughs> can't not kill him. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's got 40 plus one. Like, he's got a 41 HP left. Let me just Can't roll these to make sure. Yeah, just to see what happens. <laughs> well, that's a lot of ones. That was actually really bad. I can't see the number because my dice are blocking it. Okay, 35 <laughs> plus 40, 75 damage. Yeah, wow. that uh, definitely kills him. Okay, and since he died from that spell, he turns into a pile of ash just like last time. <laughs> Back to ash he goes. Joel is disintegrated. And if you guys don't, if you want to, like, party with Eagerbush and Fork instead of fighting, you can. I guess I didn't make any, like, evil PCs or, like, potentially molesty PCs like I did Joel. Mm-hmm. How do y'all feel about the movie Hocus Pocus? <laughs> yes. That seems like a really nice way to relax after what I thought was supposed to be a fun party to catch up. I like movies when I can smell the screen. Okay. Hey, they... they... They seem like nice ladies. They, uh, you know, may have been misunderstood, but uh, the movie, I think, does them justice. Eve um, was, like, walking up to Fork and about to, like, dig his hands into them. And then y'all said, like, hey, let's watch a movie. And so Eve was like, I have done a 360, and I am not the same person. (laughs) That's not what (laughs) that And I am a new person. And so Eve, uh, Eve begrudgingly like walks away from murdering one of them. Oh 
good. I will bite your toenails for you. <laughs> Eve walks closer to. <laughs> oh God. No. Um. Yeah. So, Eve says, "Oh well, this was all fun. It seems that these two individuals." Do not wish ill upon us. So I break the uh, freezing that I had on them and I say, what do we say we um, partake in the rest of the festivities for the uh, for the evening? Hey, I'm always down for a good time. Oh, sounds good. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, me too. If you got a, if you got Bacardi 151, I can do a fireball to my mouth. <laughs> oh my God. You're not going to change away from bald man? I mean, I, I have a full minute of being bald man, so, and, and I can do some really cool things, you know, uh, for one Great. minute. While we're making popcorn, you could show us your party tricks and then we can start the movie. I can make the popcorn. I have this thing called burning hands. I just spent, I just. We start piling popcorn kernels into his hands. I just spent the last minute of time while you were all talking, looking at how to play monk. <laughs> and time well spent I, I'm, I'm not too smart or you know charismatic but i can make popcorn with burning hands oh i feel that uh, the doors will open and anamika hogan will welcome you into the movie theater to watch hocus pocus because what else would you do on halloween but watch hocus pocus with popcorn made from hands yeah but just pour the kernels <laughs> just pour them right in my hands <laughs> yeah you guys are gonna enjoy the rest of the halloween and hopefully all the bridges have been mended and all the hatchets have been buried except for skinner <laughs> joel skinner did not make it to hocus pocus unfortunately oh no poor guy disintegrated a second time <laughs> thanks for joining us for our halloween adventure with our old characters we're back to season four next week for episode three Hopefully you're enjoying the new season so far. We are definitely enjoying it. I've been having a blast editing it, at least. I'm assuming everyone else is having fun. It's really fun. Yes, we are. No. No. So, yeah. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. Stay safe. Wear your costumes. Remember, you can be slutty on any day of the year, not just Halloween. I'm Chris the DM. You can find me at Chris Drinks Lemonade everywhere. I'm Tisha. You can find me on Instagram at the number one Tish, the number one. I'm Boo Randon. You can find me at Blue Cotton Kid Cosplay on TikTok. Uh, hi, my name is Katie, and uh, I'm the Invisible Man on Facebook. <laughs> hi, I'm Jonathan, and you can find me on Tic Tac and Instagram at Ground Be- uh, Wow, Groundbreaking33. Did you say Ground Beef? I don't know what I said. It's <laughs> a mess. Uh, uh. Uh, and thanks again for Mark joining us on this Halloween episode. Do you want to say goodbye, babe? Bye. Okay, great. <laughs> That's going to take another time. <laughs> He's muted. <laughs> I think you might not know. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.